right, family. I want to welcome y'all again to Professional Dad 24-7. Like usual, we, we get on here, we talk about fatherhood. I have two guests today that uh, we're going to talk about just a few things. I want to definitely give these brothers an opportunity to talk about what they do, and then we'll get into a conversation just on fatherhood itself. We got Meech and we got Chris. Who want to go first on what they do? Let's Meech, let's start with you, brother. Yeah, man, first and foremost, thank y'all for allowing me to uh, come on here and, uh, you know, collaborate with y'all, put some information out there that fathers may need to hear. Basically, man, my job is I work at Fighting Back Partnership. Uh, we're like a nonprofit organization who's in the community helping uh, mothers who are pregnant, fathers who are on drugs, kids who are needing life skills, uh, people who need rental assistance. I mean, we're pretty much helping the community do whatever uh, we can. But I was honored to give back to the brothers and the, the men in our community, creating a, not a nurturing fathers program that I didn't necessarily start, but I took pride in and wanted to continue the tradition of it. I'm able to meet with men every Wednesday nights uh, from 6 to 7 p.m. and uh, basically give them ideas and or thoughts on how we can handle certain situations that, you know, occur in life, uh, how to be the bigger man and always, you know, not let conflict turn into drama, you know, how to, uh, you know, just keep your head up and uh, know that you are important, that your kids need you, the community needs you, just learning about ethical leadership, uh, knowing that, uh, you know, your voice matters, knowing that, uh, you know, how you act and how you conduct yourself, your kids and other people see that. So, you know, that goes with the portion of civility. And then we also talk about, you know, just being a leader in your community, man, and helping uh, fathers engage and recover from all of the negative effects that we may struggle with in everyday life. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I definitely, man, I appreciate that. And um, I appreciate you for joining on, man. Most people say, it's, you know, it's an honor to get on, but I'm like, man, it's an honor having you on. And any guests I have on because it means a lot to me, and some people need to hear what you said, what what you got going on, right? And and let them know where you based out of because if people in that area they want to come by check your program out. Yes, sir. So we're based out of Vallejo, California. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Chris, what you know? Go ahead and let us know a little bit about what you do, and uh, we'll get on into our little conversation. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm Chris, and I got three boys. We started a school two years ago, Enchantment Institute. It's still alive. You know, this COVID threw a dagger in the middle of it due to all the different circumstances, but the school name is still there. Now I took it on and just my children are the surviving students of the school. So the dream has not ended. We're just uh, on hold, so to speak. Also, I'm a part of real estate, looking to get my real estate license. I do a show daily, like Father Like Son, on Instagram. So I just try to keep my hand in the pot of a lot of things. But to the point of the professional dad, and you know, I take a lot of pride in being a dad, the ethical part of it, wanting to know, being a part of it, asking the questions. You don't have to ask the mom. You don't have to tell the mom. You can tell me because I want to know, you know. And so I put myself in a position to where I am not the head honcho, so to speak, in an arrogant way. But most mothers are the main care caregiver, so to speak. And I live with my wife and everything and we're together and she's a working woman and she you know, got a couple of degrees more than I got. In this scenario, especially with me having boys, I take great pride in the fact of my kids and things like that. So 
my kids are priority over anything that I do. Absolutely, man. Again, it's an honor having you on. I appreciate you as much. Fridge, go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you do, man. You know, fatherhood and what you do, Fridge. Well, actually, I'm not a father, so to say. I, I've been coaching for over 20 years for the San Francisco Brown Bombers. So in essence and in my eyes, I have kids in the Bayview Punish Point area. I also work for um, a street violence intervention program in San Francisco. So what we do, we specialize in helping families and kids and high risk and low risk street violence activity. Uh, we also help kids get jobs. We also help families when they're going through the storm. We also help when they need food, through Food Hub, when we partner with people, we help supply food. We we, we do multiple things to help families. Absolutely. That's where I, I'm at. Absolutely. And one of the reasons, now I know Fridge don't have kids, but one of the reasons why I definitely wanted Fridge on was because his 25 years of service, over 20 years of service in the community working with kids, you know what I'm saying? You, uh, father fatherhood, is taking on the responsibility to raise kids, period. You know what I'm saying? And when you don't have kids, you still, you know, you have to, I want to say act as if, but it's an honor to bless kids with the knowledge that you have. So over the 20 years Fridge has been working in this service, I say you got hella kids, you just ain't paying child support. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, let's keep it real. And, 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 and you, you've been able to bless a lot of kids, man, and the community, they love you for it. And you know what I'm saying? Man. So that, that's the benefit of it. So me personally, I ain't going to go into all what I do. Man, I'm just happy to have some brothers on here and just have a little conversation about fatherhood. The platform with Professional Dad 24-7, my vision for this opportunity or this platform was to, for us to have a voice. I always say... It's not about changing the narrative of black fathers. We out here, we exist. Some people just ain't listening. Then sometimes we ain't talking loud enough. We've been pushed to the back and it's about time that we have some type of platform to be able to express ourselves, put the word out there, you know, and, and share our experiences to help others and to expose we here, right? I'll start off with this question and I always do. What does professional dad mean to you guys? Hey, uh, professional dad to me means uh, just waking up every day, you know what I mean? Believing in God, teaching my, my children about God, being the leader, not a follower, you know what I mean? Just always uh, providing and uh, making sure that, you know, everything that I care about and that I love is, 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 is protected, you know what I mean? And uh, just knowing that, if my kids need me or they need anything, that I'm going to be the person that's that's my job, my responsibility to support them, man. Just telling your kids you love them, you know what I mean? Just little things like that, man. That's what helps me stay professional and um, keep working on my craft. I, I I don't even think I'm a professional, man. I, I got a few more years to go, man, till I get there, man. But, you know, we all in training till we can make it to the, uh, we all in the struggle till we make it to the progress. That is, that's right, that's right. Anybody I else? believe that, you know, a professional dad, I, you know, when you, you think about professional, that's someone who is kind of 
at the top of that chain, whatever that may be. So when I think of professional dad, I just think of someone who takes being a father as their priority. When you have kids, a good friend of mine, Ron Calloway, Beyond Mechanics, shout out, he say, your life is only 10%. It's 90% your kids. And when he said that, I was like, huh, damn, that's pretty deep. Because the reality is we can do all the work we want to do. And even still so, your kids can still veer off and do what they choose to do. But does that mean you're not going to do what your, uh, your plan is or what you were put here for? So when I just think of professional dad, I just think of a dad who thinks of their kid, then puts it into action, put it right into action of whatever you're thinking or whatever you're feeling about a, a dad and what he should be doing and what you should be doing individually. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, professional, you know, um, even in the pros and everything, everybody still makes mistakes. So at the end of the day, you know, all dads can consider themselves professional if they don't, I mean, you know, if they make mistakes, you know, because mm -hmm. people consider, like when you hear professional, you kind of think perfect. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. You think, you know, but at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. Absolutely. So being a dad, teaching kids life skills, teaching a lot of things that you want to give them things that you didn't have growing up. You want to teach them about things you may have learned a little later as you grew up. So you want to teach them younger. A lot of brothers be professional dads who are active in their kids' life. It's a lot of brothers who just not active for whatever reason. But I commend all the brothers who's there every day, rather they got money or not. Because even if they don't have money, if your kids see you there every day teaching, showing, because kids learn by seeing you, seeing how you treat ladies, seeing how you talk to people. They learn from you. You're their first teacher. You're their first hero. Before they look up to a LeBron James and a Michael Jordan, you are your kid's first hero. You control the narrative of them changing how they look at you. So professional dad, to me, it's a serious deal. And I think all men should take it serious because we are to lead. That's our duty. That's our job. You know, it's our responsibility. I just pray that all brothers just take that serious and just do it because they got it in them. They're equipped to do it. God set them up to do it. That's why they've been blessed with what they got, you know, with their kids and their family, you know. So I commend you for this show. I commend Chris for what he's doing. I don't know the other brother, but I commend you as well, brother. You know, y'all keep up the good work, man. One thing that stands out to me as far as professional dad, I'm like you, Meech. I haven't reached that point yet. And when I look at professional, you have to build up your skills in order to become that professional. And just like a father, you have to build up the tools. You have to grab the experiences, the, the good, the bad, the ugly. You got to learn from your mistakes to be able to become professional at what you do, right? So that's why I came up with professional dad. I put the 24-7 on it because... 
every day, all day. I love being daddy. There's no day off. We look at the mothers that are out there, they don't really get a day off. So 24 seven, if I ain't in his ear, I'm on his text. So I'm in his mind 24 seven out the week. I want him to know I want to be the hero, right? So I like what you just said about being the hero because some of our kids, they idolize these other people as heroes. But I always say, fatherhood is leadership. If you're doing the right things, implementing the right mindset, if you're being the right example, you are to be the hero. I don't care. LeBron James ain't got nothing on me when it comes to my boy. I don't care how much money he got, how high he can jump. He ain't got nothing on this here. And I say that with full confidence. So I love the fact that you say that. And so you should. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, and I just start off with that after y'all say, because y'all said some good stuff. I love that. So here's my thing, right? Where are we at with the kids and the fathers that we see? What, what struggles do y'all see that fathers have to deal with? We got to, this is therapy for me, so y'all helping me. I'm going to ask y'all, what struggles do y'all see when it comes to fathers right now that you, you done talked to? You, what struggles do y'all see, and, and how do we deal with this stuff? Well, well, it was a great point that Fridge made on whether you have money or not. And I know that a lot of men base spending time with their kids based on how much money they got. I know that for a fact. I don't have nothing, okay? And I ain't perping like I got it. So we're going to do all the most freeish shit <laughs> that you could possibly do, okay? We're going to go to the park. We're going to come home. We're going to eat lunch. We're going to go back to the park, you know? And then when things is good, you know, I mean, you look on the Instagram, we did some things, you know, and we do have some good times, but I'm not basing it on because I don't have no money, we can't do anything, right? You know, you know, a lot of us blacks, we... We love our athletics. I don't know how all these men are missing, missing as, at least that. And then it's based on the skill levels that we have, right? So then we're intimidated by what our children are learning or what to present to our kid, you know, or, you know, are intimidated by other fathers and what they do and how they do it. You know, I don't know, you know, and, 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 and no knock to my community where I live now. And I sure hope if any of these fathers see this, you know, there's nothing against you, but I really am out there each day and I see fathers. I do. They are in their world. Now, whether it's, hey, I work a lot, whether it's, hey, I've talked with my wife and we've come to the conclusion that I go out and I do the working and you hold it down with the, with the children. You know, you never know what the scenario or the situation may be, but if I can just sum it up, you know, just, just more effort, more simply more effort. And I believe that fathers can, whether it's spending your last dollar and not doing whatever you would normally do with your last dollar, or if it's simply, let's go on a walk, let's go talk, let's go shoot. You know, one of my old football coaches wait, said- wait, wait, wait. You said shoot, say the right thing now. Like, shoot we ain't talk, shoot we hoops. Okay, all right, we ain't promoting violence on my show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my, my one of my old coaches from Pop Warner said, he said, you know, you can just throw a ball with your kid and you don't even have to talk. Mm. And that that in itself means a lot, Absolutely. you know, to a kid, you know, so it's more effort. So with me, you know, I see a lot in the community. I see a lot of good things and I see the key thing is communication. Communication is key 
with a father and his son. Like Chris was saying, San Francisco actually supplies a lot of things that's good for dads, you know, because we have park and rec, which is free. You could go there. You could play basketball. Some of the gyms have workout gyms, so yes. you could walk on a treadmill or, you know, different workouts like that. They also supply, like, baseball places where you could play catch. You could th play catch with football. You could teach them drills that you learned in high school or maybe junior college. It's, it's a lot of things that San Francisco actually supplies for a lot of the parents for free. The communication with the dad and his kid, basically, do you have enough time? Do you have time for your son? Because everybody, they chasing their bag. They, they getting caught up in this Facebook. They getting caught up in Instagram. Now, don't get me wrong. We all on Facebook and Instagram, too. But it's all on how you use these social networks. A lot of people, they want to flash their money. They want to do all this weird stuff, you know? And they don't got time for their kids. They want to sit their kids right in front of the TV. Then they want to go buy the PlayStation 5 and just let them play Fortnite all day and night, you know? And they feel like they're doing something. Then they, they buy the latest Jordans. And then they buy they buy all this high-priced stuff and feel like they, they did that. Absolutely. But I'm not trying to down-talk our people. But it's like... What did we teach our kid today? What educational thing? Like, Chris, you know, one thing I really love and commend you for, I never really got a chance to tell you that. When I when I did a program at my church, you brought your, you brought your, you brought your kid to perform their music. They did a rap, and it stuck out to everybody. It wasn't, it wasn't popular, like, to the world, but it was much needed. The whole rap was about eating vegetables. It, you know what I'm saying, though? It was about eating vegetables and, you know, that's some stuff we need to know. We out here eating all kind of, you know, you, you look at people's Facebook page, they had all these restaurants and eating this, that, and the third. Like, what are we feeding our kids? You know, what are we, what, what are we doing? Right. And I'm not talking about everybody because there's people doing some wonderful jobs. But it's just like, you know, as a dad, we, we just got to really be more serious about what we teaching our kid. Don't let the TV raise the kid. Don't just sit the kid in front of the TV and just let them watch whatever they want to watch. Like, you know, what you take in through the eye and through the ear comes out in your actions. So you kind of wonder why a kid be into shooting. Well, you don't let them play Fortnite all this Grand night. Theft Auto. You let them do Grand, watch Grand Theft Auto for all these years, and then they watching Power, and then they watching all these shows, and you wondering why they picked up a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, Earl, 24-7. That's a 24-7 job. Right. Raising a kid is a 24-7 job, and there's no time off. You got to watch what they watching. A lot of them cartoons is cussing now. Yeah. Have y'all seen some of the cartoons? Yeah. yeah. The cartoons is cussing, bro. Yeah, I was shocked and appalled. So, like I'm saying, 24-7. Now, if you notice, 
all the black shows got a lot of gay stuff going on on each show. If you watch Power, they got some gay stuff going on. The Shy, anything that got Tyler Perry doing it is gay stuff going on. I mean, I get it. It's happening in the world. Right. But, like, if you continue to let people just watch it like that, they forcing it upon us. Mm-hmm. They forcing it. And if you just sitting there letting people watch it, like, it's like, okay, it's all right. To me, that's not all right. Like you said, Earl, it's a 24-7 job. Absolutely. And I may have got off track. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all that's good. all right, brother. You owe one right good. now. You got I'm emotional. Sorry. You got off track. But you're all right, though. That's <laughs> what happened. I'm just saying, no. You know, I, just I thought I saw a tear over there. I mean, <laughs> being, <laughs> hey, but being a dad is a serious job. I just want people to take that serious, though. Like, you know, it's not just... Having them dressed up, showing up places, looking nice, and thinking you just daddy. No, right, right, right. And that ain't no. And and how you even said how everything has a whole bunch of gay in it, right? That ain't a knock to the gay community. We're talking about being a damn father, and how are you explaining that, right? Right. If it's just on the damn TV, well then, and that's what I'm watching. I guess that's the norm, right? right? Especially if you ain't explaining nothing, and they just sitting in front of the TV. Uh, so we right. go, we go, we go, yeah. we go, we go, we go move forward. Meach, go ahead. You tell us what what your thoughts on it is. So, man, when y'all, when y'all asked the question, I was fake talking to my daughters, who I seldomly get to talk to. You know, uh, they finally <laughs> called me today, which which was weird because we on this line right now, and I just right. got a call from them. Uh, I'm dealing with some uh, this young man in the background, man. Uh, I've been raising that dude since he was four years old. Uh, he's 17 now, not my biological son, but, uh, you know, his mom told me he was, and, you know, uh, me and him already discussed that, so he cool with it, you know what I mean? But, yeah. he knows that I was the male that, you know, that I'm his dad, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, I take pride in that, right? Yes, sir. Prior to, you know what I'm saying, being with my guy, well, not prior, but after being with my guy, uh, I get with a, with a lady, and then, you know, she got her two kids, and then we try to blend the kids together, right? We make it a family. Uh, I do my best. I do my darndest to, you know, raise all three of them and treat them all fairly, treat them the same. Uh, sometimes I would even get get at my son when I should have been getting at her kids, you know what I'm saying? But I say that to say that I've been with this guy since he was four years old, and uh, right now we're going through some stuff that I wouldn't wish on nobody, like, ever in life to have to go through or experience. Like, you can give somebody your all and try to make sure that they family and they kids are straight, but then if the kids ain't willing to receive it and the mama ain't backing it, then you know, you gotta you gotta worry about what's yours. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. as a as a man, before I was a dad, I was a man, you know what I mean? Right. And I I took an obligation to take care of my dude, right? So yeah. I say this to say that he has been going through some things, you know what I'm saying, that that can definitely tear you down, you know what I'm saying? Uh mm-hmm. he already a black young male, you know what I'm saying? That's the first thing that he gotta deal with, but then to have to deal with accusations and people not believing in your character and knowing who you really are, uh, uh, it could it it can have a toll on you, you know what I'm saying? Me personally, as his dad, I've been trying to figure out how I can support my son with uh, allegations, him loving his sisters, you know what I'm saying, and being there for his sisters, and uh, being the big brother uh, out of the other two boys that that the lady had, and uh, the lady had an issue with me being a father to my son. But in the in the process, I was trying to be a father to her kids, but they didn't accept it. They wasn't used to 
you know what I'm saying, rules and uh, guidelines and, yes. you know what I'm saying, being taught. So whatever she was used to, they was wild. And then they got with me, we could grip on that, right? But I say this to say that jealousy comes with that and envy and a lot of, lot of, lot of hate sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Because the kids don't understand who you are, where you're coming from, you know right. what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you really want to make them better and you right. want to give them the values or the tools that you may not have had an opportunity to get if you was raised by a single mother, you know what I mean? But I just say all this to say that I'm ranting right now and my son was basically accused of some stuff, right, that I know he didn't do, that the mother accused him of, you know what I'm saying? He has been going through a transition that totally messed me up. I say this to say that we need to check on our kids more, you know what I'm saying, and not be uh, in the in the, in the the mindset that your kids is okay because they, they really ain't, you know what I'm saying? He might act as if it's okay, but then on the inside, if you ain't talking to that young man and figuring out, you know what I'm saying, a solution to try to help him cope with his uh, situations, then we fail in our kids, you know what I'm saying? So I found out that my son smoked weed. You know what I'm saying? It, it messed me up, you know what I'm saying? He's an athlete. Uh, He's trying his best to be a student athlete. But again, uh, problems of the world that we carry on our shoulder, the coronavirus hit. Uh, he got to change schools because people accusing him of, you know what I'm saying, stuff that he know he didn't do. Uh, just, you know what I'm saying, the problems of the world. Me not checking in with my son every day, I, I, I slipped. And I lost some time that I should have been checking in on my guy, you know what I'm saying? So that gave him an avenue to try other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Or I would come home and be like, just messing with him, but... You know, I'd be like, look, y'all been smoking today, huh? Because you you know when kids is yep. being kids and, you yes, know, when they're yes. not being their normal selves, you know what I'm saying? We was all there before, so I'm like, bro, you can't run this one by me, so what's going on, right? So uh, he finally he finally came to me and was like, well, Dad, you know, uh, I see you going through so much trying to be my dad and raise me, and then, you know, you're going through it behind my sisters, you know what I'm saying? And you're going through just life, and then I know that I should be a better example because you showed me the example but I just don't know how to handle my my issues, right? So I just say that to say that, check in on your kids, man, because if you don't, man, it's only three things that's gonna happen. Either you gonna raise them, the, the jail's gonna raise them, or these streets gonna raise them, man, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't want either one of them. I wanna be the person that, you know what I'm saying, see my son walk the stage. I don't want the police to give him a GED, a good enough diploma, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't want his partners to lace him up with no bad weed because they know he got uh, dreams and aspirations, you know what I'm saying? So. I just say all that to say, man, just check in with your kids, man, and, and make sure that they okay, man, because at the end of the day, it ain't about me, because I done lived my life, you know, I, I want I want more, and I want this dude to have more than what I got, that's just love your kids. And, and, and that's, that, it's, it's powerful, a few things that y'all said, man, and this, this show ain't never about debating with anything, so it's always adding, and, and I'm piggybacking on all the stuff that y'all said, I'm going to just go down the list. Chris, when you talked about money, right? I think when, when it comes to fathers, if not all, some, money is a powerful tool. It's, it's almost like it ranks up there with air, right? You need it. And it only benefits you because what it allows you to do with yourself and your people, right? Your kids, your family, and your community. Money is needed. You know, when they say personal real, or really show you how they are when they get a lot of money, you know, the truth will come out, right? We, we don't know how to respond when we get a lot of money. Right, because that money with that money comes status. With some of the kids is seeing like, oh, now I'm I'm with Gucci now. I can find I got I can wear the finest Gucci, you know. And it's powerful. I figure for for me personally, we gotta find a way to you know show that money isn't everything. You gotta have other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. 
That's where, like you just said, Meech, presence is is more is important. Being there to show how money works and how money operates is important, right? Fred, you spoke on communication. All this, it, it relates to everything we talk about when it comes to fatherhood because fatherhood is the ultimate leadership. We, we got we to gotta show how to manage money. You know what I'm saying? We got to show how to communicate, our presence, and all this. We got to find a way to battle all these entities that's causing chaos with us trying to be a father, whether or not it's the streets, whether or not it's the TV, we have to find a way to be there at every given time. And so what stands out to me is something that I, I, I brought up, I think I brought up to each one of y'all, right? Principles. I was talking to my son about um, what principles did I instill in him? And these principles that we talked about, and y'all may have a different feel on it, right? I asked him about that and he, he told me the things that he saw in me. But what I was, what I was looking for was what are, what are my main thing? What, uh, one through five, what did I tell you? Or what did I teach you about A, B, and C? Nothing was set, but everything was good in what he said. But what I, after that discussion me and him had, I said, you know what? We need to come up with some principles one through five that you know. If I say, what's number two? Principles that can guide us through our life experiences so that you can see you are having your head to say, well, I know that's part of, you know, Pops, one of his five principles. I'm not going to do that because that's going against the principles. And I think that helps to create. And I don't want to just say just for young men, but young women too. Because some of us got daughters, some of us got sons, some of us got both. Principles work with all that, right? Where are y'all at with that? I mean, does that make sense to y'all? As far as, you know, you got fraternities and sororities and, and, and societies that have codes, that you know those one through five, one through twelve. Do y'all do y'all put something like that? A creed, a, a plaque of the family where there you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, look, look, real quick, man. I, I teach this, uh, I think what's my guy named Fridge? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, uh, I coach. I I think the other gentleman, Mr. Chris, man, we all coach out here. I coached at Vallejo High School. Uh, I got my yeah. own basketball program that I do, and uh, I, I I teach at home, right? So I got this thing. It's called the Toolbox for Success, right? And then uh, as 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 males, as a human being, man, I mean, we all walk around with issues, and we all got to deal with stuff, right? But uh, we walk around with this imaginary tool belt, right? That you don't necessarily yeah. see, right? And these tools are. Uh, used for skill, right? So, right. like, I give y'all, like, six of the ones that I use. It's 12 of them, but I give y'all six. The breathing tool. It's very important to learn how to take a deep breath and calm yourself down because if you can't calm yourself down, then you're not, you're not rational. You're not thinking. You know what I'm saying? You always need to have a calm, cool, collective mind when you're dealing with stress, with life, with whatever. You know what I mean? I, I, I use the listening tool, you know what I mean? Because I listen with my eyes, my ears, and my mouth closed. You know what I'm saying? I can't listen with my eyes, ears, and my heart. You know, I got to listen with my eyes, ears, and keep my mouth closed so I can retain the information that I'm getting. Because if I'm talking, then I'm missing information, right? Uh, empathy tool. Uh, I teach this to my son a lot. Care for yourself as well as caring for others, but you can't care about nobody else if you don't know how to care about yourself. So self-care, man, that's a must. You know what I mean? Appreciate yourself. Love yourself, man. Uh, garbage can tool. We got to learn to let bullshit go. Things that you cannot control, things that God don't want you tripping off of, things that just ain't ordinary, man. Don't You can't control it. So, I mean, what you tripping off? I'm learning that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like the most bipolar person probably out there, man. I flip the script quick and then come back like, oh, that happened? You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> I, I'm learning to let little things go. 
uh, the apology and forgiveness tool, man. Like you got to learn how to admit your mistakes and then work on forgiving people for theirs. Like it ain't about to forgive and forget because you never forget. You know what I'm saying? But we just want to work on forgiving. Uh, Cause if you forget that, why you forgive? You know what I'm saying? You don't have nothing to think about no more. You know what I'm saying? And that's very important that you admit your mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, that's how you heal and that's how you how you move forward. And the last one that I, I tell my son, man, he got to do this or he's going to become this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the patience too. You know, I ask him, I say, well, shit, when you go to the doctor, what you got to do? You got to wait, right? Be patient. You know what I'm saying? Before you become a patient. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just real game right there, man. And, uh, if he uses these, or if anybody uses these tools, man, success is, it, I mean, it ain't hard to find. I like that. I like yes, that. Yes, I sir. like that. Hey, I, 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 I just want to say, back in what Fred said, I thank you for this platform because, Demetrius, you talking to me, okay, the whole time that you were just talking about <laughs> your son and checking in. And you spoke about the marijuana and I caught, brother, we can have our own discussion and we can go so deep into the day that I found out my son was smoking weed. I was appalled, okay? Heartbroken. How dare it die? Right, right. But I mean, but then, <laughs> right, right. You say appalled, right? That's, that's the perfect feeling. That's the right answer. Not upset, though. You know what I'm saying? Because they kids yeah. and they, they, they experiment and they be around other people when they're not in our presence. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. Peer pressure is a mug, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so, then, go, yeah, yeah. But then it connects to what you're asking now, uh, Spunk, is the principle. See, but my principle with my boy was don't lie. Don't lie. Just keep You it. ain't got to lie. Right. We good. Right. We was at the, at the middle school. The middle school teacher, rest in peace, she just died. She calls and said, your son said nigga today. And he said that you said it's okay. I said, oh, he said that? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't say that, and uh, I'll talk to him about it. Right? So he get home, you know, and he looked me in the face like, you know, like, you know, I pretty much was getting myself out of trouble. Dad, come on. Right? So I'm like, look, man, I get it. I see what you were doing, but you don't have to lie to me. There's no, You don't have to lie. This boy walked in this mug, told me, hey, the girl next door. Her grandma gone. I said, what you mean? He said, the girl next door. Her grandma gone. <laughs> now, this is comes from us talking about, hey, look, if you ever get in a scenario with the little mama, because it's going to happen one day where it's going to go down, yeah. at least text me just in case the daddy come oh, yeah. and want to oh, knock yeah. your head oh, yeah. off. Oh, yeah. At least I know where you at, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe I'm calling the police on the way, oh, yeah. right? I know it's going down. But just let me know, right? Yes, sir. So don't lie to me, you know, and don't settle. Don't settle for something if, like, my boy, my oldest boy, he's in college right now. And we talk about, you know, what you want to be. Oh, well, I'm in criminal justice. Okay, what do you want to be? A police officer? You want to be a lawyer? You want to be a social worker? What is it? Well, I'm not the... Well, brother, and, and what you're telling me, Demetrius, is... And 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 and, uh, and and Fridge is I need to communicate with him, and I need to talk to him... Right, and I need to reiterate that my principle was don't settle, right? Because you can get that degree and then just sit your butt down and say, I got a degree and I got a job. That's all life, I got. Then life get boring after that, you know what right. I'm saying? You gotta keep going. Right. Fridge, you got one you wanna input on that? Yeah, well you yeah, yeah, make sure you stay in contact with him, Chris, because you know, a lot of things that's going on right now in the world, a lot of people getting degrees, but they ain't even getting no job in the field 
that they done got the degree in. Right. And then they, they done put themselves in the hole by going to school, taking out loans and stuff. I pray that he's getting some type of scholarship or something. No, no, <laughs> seriously, because I'm, yeah, no. I mean, you know, it's kind of rough for our youngsters. They starting off in the hole and then they get degree and then they actually find out it's all on who you know mm. to get certain jobs. But as far as the principles go, I love those principles that Demetrius has said. Those were awesome. And I'm sure the next six after that was awesome as well. Even God got a Ten Commandments. Yes. So if God has a Ten Commandments, it's great for dads to have principles for their kid. Mm, you know? That's and I'm sure that all dads got principles for their kids. I don't know exactly what their principles are, but those that you had was great. Yeah. You know, Funk, I know yours is good. I know you teaching, you teaching how to do things. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And get things done. Absolutely. You know, and I know Chris got some great ones as well. I don't really have much to say on this because I, I have some as well, but I don't have any kids like that. But the football aspect is just always teaching, doing things the right way. Don't get caught up in doing things sneaky. Like, you could get away with certain things every now and again, but when it become a big down, that's when you're going to get caught. And you're not just going to cost you you're going to cost the whole team, you know? Yeah. And football is a sport that I relate to life because it matches. Like, how you treat your parents is how you're going to treat your coaches, how you treat your... You know, it just translates to school. You got your teachers and counselors. That's just like your coaches on the football field. We your teachers and counselors. Then after you go through school, you're going to get a job. So now you got supervisors and bosses. And then when you at home, you got aunties and uncles. That's yeah. all the coaches. So then your teammates, your classmates. And then when you start working at your job, it turns into your coworkers. You know what I'm saying? And then when you at home, it's your family members. So football is the perfect sport to connect with life. All the principles that we teach the kids about football, it just translate in all those areas. You got to be smart. You got to think. Football is a thinking man's sport. In life, we got to think. You got to think before you react. You can't just do things off of emotions and feelings because a lot of the times you make a lot of mistakes when you do that. A lot of times when you're tired, you make bad decisions. I, that's all I got to say about that. I've been <laughs> long-winded tonight. All right, look, to piggyback on what uh, Fridge said, man, uh, I use basketball as the tool, too, you know what I mean, to teach the kids, right? It's bigger than the game of basketball, right? But I tell the kids every day, man, when we go to practice or when we out there training, I said, look, man, you can see this judge right here. You can go see the judge in the other courtroom, right? I said, it's my job to keep you on this court, baby, and not in that court. Right. As well as to teach you all of these tools that you can use, man, because not only are you going to use them in basketball, you're going to use them in your outside life, you're going to use them everywhere you go. But I tell kids this, and you know, uh, I wrote this down. I wrote this down. I said, approach life like you prepare for a game, right? Keep on pushing, right? You got to push yourself up and down the court, up and down the field, right? Don't stop dribbling, because if you stop dribbling, then now you then got a violation, right? Your way, don't stop dribbling your way through all these cones, right? Because life is an obstacle, right? So you got to maneuver through that thing, right? That may be in your way. And then set set the goal, right? So when you set the goal, you 
I'm gonna make these 10 free throws today, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep practicing that. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way you're gonna be able to, you know what I'm saying, prevail, right? Once you reach it, then you start shooting for the stars and defend all your dreams. You know what I'm saying? You gotta defend your dreams, man. You gotta protect them. Once it's in your head, man, that's something that you gotta set forth and go on to make it happen, right? And then just knowing that, tell me what is value if you ain't got dreams. So like, how you gonna value something if you ain't never dreamt about it? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna respect something if you ain't never had it? You know what I mean? So like, just appreciate, you know what I mean, uh, who you are. Think about why and who you do it for. You know what I mean? Like, every morning I wake up, I know I do it for my son. I know I do it for my daughters who I haven't seen in maybe four or five months. But I know, you know what I mean, that the reason why I'm doing this is because it's going to pay off, you know what I mean, in the long run. You know, we all go through stuff. And I, I also like to say this, stop blaming others for our situations and we got to learn how to take ownership. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got to stop making place for people who just wanted to go play. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that go for family too. Sometimes, you know, uh, we got to stop dealing with takers and hang with makers. You know what I mean? Instead of taking right. some, let's make some out of this. You know what I mean? Uh, just know that, uh, 2019, everybody in this, in the United States was under construction. You know what I'm saying? 2020, when you pop out, it's the rebuild, man. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see what type of, uh, metal you made up. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, man, sir. Thank you. Man, I, man, look, and this this is why I do this, man, because it's therapy for me, you know. I want to thank you gentlemen for getting on with me tonight and just talking about some stuff, man. Somebody needed to hear what y'all had to say, and I'm absolutely appreciative for y'all saying it with me tonight. Again, fellas, thank y'all. I salute. Uh, We're going to come to a close. I, I see us doing this again in the future. Appreciate everybody. Thank you. Hey, look, hey, before y'all go, remember, parasites are all around you, right? And they will drain you, right? But then you got to look around, too. It's possibilities as well, man. You know what I'm saying? So what you see is what you get. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know, nice like, meeting you, Demetrius, brother. like I yes, always sir. say, man, it's not about changing the narrative. We out here. We exist. Some people just ain't listening.